Okay. So here we are. Yes, with 40. Yes. I've been looking forward to this one, even though it took me forever to watch the episode. Because it's chock full of everything. Yep. There's like no filler scenes. No. Everything is like filling you in on what's been happening or what's transpired over the last year. Right. So you couldn't really just like skip through. There weren't even that many Mahalay scenes. So it's like you could just skip through Mahalay scenes or anything like that. Um, And it was like two and a half hours long. And it was two and a half hours. And we had to take notes this time. Yeah. So yeah, it took Which me. Which I was honestly a little bit bummed because I just wanted to watch uh-huh. it. <laughs> I know. There was something I just wanted to enjoy and watch. and <sighs> But it's it's fine. Yes. Um, I'm excited that we're going to talk about it. Me too. So um, what did I write down for housekeeping? Oh, so I wrote – oh, there was something I wanted to actually acknowledge because um, I, I don't remember who on Twitter said it, but somebody on Twitter – was replying to something because of the whole Farouk tweet that I'm sure all of you have seen where he was basically singing Osley's praises, Uh like that she's going to be doing another series. She's, you know, been successful in, she listed like, yeah, and she listed like series that all Demet has been in. So people are like, yeah, Osley is not the common denominator for the success of that show. People were totally trolling him. Yes. Yeah. Um, But, and I had replied, I don't remember what I replied, but. I posted something about it, I some something in reply, and I um, and somebody replied to me and said, "I wonder if Osley had had the show from the beginning, if it would have been better because if it were completely her vision, right? Yeah, because clearly she has she's she's a good writer to some extent because she keeps being used on shows, right? And people would not use her, and she wrote Sada Jason. She did, although I that was based off of a Korean film, so it's like, well, yeah. the story was already there for you, right? But but she did write that movie. She did do um the I don't remember if she did three. I think she did three oh nine apartment three oh nine. I know for sure she did the strawberry one. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, that was like a little rom-com that went 20-some-odd episodes, which is pretty typical for rom-coms. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I just was like, you know what? I'll acknowledge – I'll publicly acknowledge that yeah, and- possibly if she had been with EK from the start. Right. It would have been – obviously, it could have been an entirely different story as well. Right. But maybe it would have felt more cohesive. It just sucks that the writers changed. Yes. That's – and people, and that's the that is the whole point. To, to yes. me, it's not like I, I know we, I know we, you know, kind of talk crap on Osley a mm-hmm. lot, but the the real issue when we get down to it is, it would have been great to for it just to be Aisha from start to finish. I agree because it was her vision from the start, right. and then the writers changed, and that just sucks. Yep, because it was like she wasn't able to finish what she started. What she started. Well, and yeah, because I mean, imagine reading a book and. And the author changes. The author changes at chapter 17 (laughs) and then changes again at chapter 39 and then changes again at chapter 48 and then ends three chapters later. It's basically impossible to have a 100% cohesive storyline when you do that. Well, and yeah, because you're now having to carry out someone else's vision or attempt to. Mm -hmm. And if you – if your creative process and all of that is just different than theirs, that's hard to do. You would kind of have to make the decision of – Okay, well, do I try to keep following what they're doing, right. or do I just say, "Do I try?" I'm not even going to try, mm-hmm. and then I'm just and I'm just going to take this in a different direction. Right. So I just wanted to acknowledge that because I was yeah. like, you know what, you make a very good point. Yeah. So I will publicly acknowledge that. Then 
But I do have to say, I loved that the next day Aisha tweeted. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> that was so funny. The downloading and that picture that says volume one, it was like, hmm, that was well timed. <laughs> like, was that in response to the fact that uh, Farouk was saying that Osley was going to be writing another DZ right. for him? Um, which we're, of course, very excited to see whatever that is because I'll watch oh, yeah. anything Aisha's written. Heck yeah. So, yeah, I just want to acknowledge both of those things. And then um, somebody else, I don't know how you feel about this. If you already, like, thought of a question of the week, we can make this the question next week. Mm -hmm. But because I, again, was on Twitter yesterday and we were chit-chatting back and forth about Aisha because I I retweeted her um, tweet about the Celtic sailors because it felt appropriate for watching this. I was like, I'm just going to throw this back in our timeline considering the episode we're covering this week. Yeah. So somebody replied and was basically like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, I wish she would – I wish she had told us, like, what had been in Son M's bottles, the notes, like, all these things that yes. we wish. And I said, yeah, I said it would actually be a dream if Ashley and I could, like, interview her for the podcast and just, like, ask her about all things EK that, you know, we didn't get to see. Yeah. And her name's Amy. And she said, that would be so amazing. She's like, oh, maybe that's a good question of the week. What would be the one question you would ask Aisha if you could ask her anything about EK? She's like, not that you were asking for suggestions, but anyway. I love that. Well, let's use it. Okay. Yeah. Because that'll be our I was question like, of the week. That right is up a front. good question. It's a great question. Uh, so yeah. So for right up front, that you guys, that'll be the question of the week. If you could ask Aisha just one question to have just answered. Just one. Mm-hmm. Only one. Only one. <laughs> What's the biggest question you would have for her that you want answered? Because mm-hmm. that's a really good one. Obviously, yeah. we have a ton of them, but. Right. It's not as fun if you can but tell us what all of them are. Exactly. You have to pick one. <laughs> pick one. There can only be one. Yep. So. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, thanks, Amy. I think that's a really good one. Yeah. And then what was our question of the week last week? Um, um About Aisha's vision, right? Like, do, did we, like, like where it was going or what she did in 39 to kind of. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. To set the tone for 40 and on. Because, um, you know, things didn't end great. Right. But was that I, – I guess, you know, does the meet, does the end justify the means? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So a couple of the answers on Instagram. Anika wrote, although I bawled my eyes out watching this episode <laughs> when it first came out, I was so impressed with Aisha's ideas. It was amazing to see some actual good moments between John and Sanem, but then that shocking twist of events in the end to leave a mark on us. Um, and then um, unofficially me, she was cute. She's like, did you see what Aisha tweeted today? And oh that my was gosh. the tweet we just mentioned. Yeah. And then Liel, Liel205 on Instagram said, I already heard Oh, she's like, I heard it idiotic from you guys, but inhumane. OMG, that's the funniest. About the question of the week. I love everything that Aisha's writing, and I truly believe that the, if they would have let her finish the show and write all the episodes, the show would have been way better. Mm-hmm. And obviously we agree. Yeah. And then Christina said, Aisha's magical return is definitely dedicated to all EK folks craving for her to steer the ship literally and keep the love between John Emma afloat with some angst we, we hate to love. Talking about the much-needed break at the end of episode 39. Aisha needed these lovers to breathe individually so as to realize that even if things went bad, they needed the same oxygen to survive or else they'd end up suffocating each other. So yes, Aisha wanted a blank slate to put things into perspective and ready uh, ready the stage for a second chance romance. Mm. 
Can't wait for the epic moments of episode 40. May sound cheesy or cliche, but absence really does make the heart grow fonder. Or stronger, maybe. Hmm. I like that answer. Yeah. So, anyway. Nice. Um, I think that's all my housekeeping. Okay. Do you have the hashtag and oh, the yes. summary? So, the hashtag for this one was Yekilmish Hayaler, which means ruined dreams. <laughs> oh I know. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're just like gut punch from the get-go <laughs> all in with the heartbreak all here. in and the summary for the episode is this fairy tale begins again one year since john m last spoke or saw each other son m's book has been published she's seen great success but a life without john in it has deflated some of the excitement meanwhile nobody's heard from him in over a year leaving son m to feel completely forgotten baba devit has returned though and with the help of our favorite aunt uh, plans to get John home. We also get a sneak peek into what our favorite Fikri Harika employees have been up to the last 12 months, along with our not-so-favorites. Mm. And so begins the resurrection of the Phoenix and the Albatross. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Opening scene. It's a year later. A year later. <laughs> <laughs> I put, because put, just that, just that intro. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, beer, yell, sonra. And you're like, <gasps> And I put, the hair's bigger. John's V is deeper. Sanem is bohemier. John is piratier. <laughs> Everything true. is different. Everything has changed. <laughs> so it's kind of just a little bit of a montage, you know, of John is on a boat. Um, it's literally what I wrote. <laughs> John's yep. on a boat. Sanem is reading a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And as, you know, the music fades and we kind of come into the actual scene of what they're doing. Right. Sanem is doing a reading from her book. And um, it's the moment in the book or her journal, really, when they were out to dinner with Fabri. Yes, from episode five. Uh-huh. And John tells the story about their fake meeting uh-huh. in Paris with the Monty and it's raining and the smell. <gasps> And I wrote, enter Disney music as we reminisce. Yes. So that's one of the funny things about from the 40, from 40 on uh-huh. is we suddenly have this new little type of music, background uh-huh. music, which sometimes doesn't even fit the scene. I totally agree. <laughs> it's just so weird to me. I'm like, why is this just now being introduced and why are you putting it right here? Uh-huh. So – yeah, I don't and know. It just makes me think of a Disney movie. So it's like, and I mean, for this scene, it kind of makes sense because it's a it's a right. nice flashback and it's a nice memory. Yes. But I, yeah, there's times it like plays in the kitchen, on. and you're kind of like, why is it playing right now? Or I remember in future episodes, there's a scene when Sanem and John are having like a confrontation, and this music starts. Yeah. I'm like, this is not an appropriate time uh-huh. for for Disney music. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yeah, sorry, s- sidebar there. Well, and maybe if somebody has, maybe that maybe there was there's a pattern to it that We're I not just seeing. haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but if there is, I didn't notice it. Yeah, agree. So yeah, we have a flashback, um, and then the oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I put cinema smell smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because she's kind of smiling as she reads it, too. Right. Because she's thinking of that. Exactly. And it is a happy memory. It is. 
And then it pans over and Yidia is there, which ruins all of my good vibes. All of them. And then she looks up and she thinks she sees John in the crowd. Yeah. And I put cries and she closes the book. And she kind of grabs it. She like places her hand on her chest. Uh Uh-huh. Like feeling her heart or something. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Then we have a whole Q and A because she finishes the excerpt right. and people start asking questions and we kind of get some insight into how Sun M is doing. Right. <laughs> so one of the people asks, uh, "We hear the name of the albatross a lot in mm-hmm. the book, but what about the phoenix?" And so she starts talking about how the phoenix has to cross through the seven veils of all these things, and I still didn't. Well, they only listed four. When yeah. she started to list them, I was like, um, there's mm. only four listed here. Right. But she – so, yeah, past the seven valleys, seven veils. Jealousy, desire, forgetting, love. Yeah, that's all she mentions. Mm-hmm. And when he finishes, when he crosses, only one bird leaves. And then it can see the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's kind of a whole idea of – going through hard things and then finally because of that you can understand or you can see the truth so again it's that kind of picturesque Mm -hmm. picture that Aisha likes to paint for us uh, with symbolism and all that and they ask her if she's risen from the ashes yet and she says she says I'm still still burning yeah which is awful and then they ask her like how the couple in the book got their HEA mm-hmm. and, you know, what about you? And mm-hmm. she's like, well, real life isn't like the fairy tales. And you're like, oh, you're exactly my heart. And then John walks by. Yep. But doesn't see. Yep. So I one of the things that I love about this episode and, and this beginning part in particular is the whole passing thing. Mm-hmm. And um, because that happened in the first episode of the series. Oh, yeah. At the she and dinner. John at the dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. At the yeah. celebration thing. Yes, yes. Yes. The 40th anniversary party. Yep. And they keep passing each other. And they even at the agency, mm-hmm. they pass each other and don't see. And there's that kind of, you know, wind chimey music that yeah. happens. And so it's a parallel to the first episode. You're totally right. Yeah. And I definitely don't remember realizing that. Yeah. When we watched this the first time. Yeah. So I mm. I really liked that, that it's kind of that same situation mm-hmm. where they're passing each other, you know, kind of the – not – I don't want to say ships in the night because it's a bad analogy. Right. But, um, yeah, just how they keep passing each other but not seeing. Yes. And then it's happening again yes. after everything has has happened yeah. in their lives. So mm. I really liked that. That's a really – that was a really good observation. Um. Because I feel like I caught some I, – I caught things like that, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I did not notice. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. But. And I feel like that's such an Aisha thing. It totally <laughs> is. It totally is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then they're done with the book signing and Son M base – because, of course, Stupid Yee is like, let's go get dinner. We have four then. hours. Do you want to hang out with me? And she's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> she says she wants to be alone before their flight. She'll meet him at the airport. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I just – Again, because the first time watching this, I was just wanting so badly just to see everything that was going to happen. Yeah. I don't think I realized what a coincidence it was that she and John were in the same town because they're not in Istanbul. Right. It's – I 
I don't know why I didn't realize that because obviously it's clear later when he docks in Istanbul and right. she's back at the farm. Yeah. I just – I don't know if I just thought for whatever reason she was just like in town. Okay. So I was like, oh, it's even more of a coincidence then that they both happened to be there because yeah. she was there for a book meeting. I don't know what town they're in. I think she just describes it as a small town. Yeah. Um, they might mention it later. Right. I can't remember though. But so I was like, oh, so it's not just like – they were both happened to be back in Istanbul where they live. Mm-hmm. It was – he just happened to be in this small town where she was having her book tour at the moment. Yeah. So that just made it even like bigger. More magical. More. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, yeah. So she's got – she wants to be alone before their flight. And I wrote, buy yogurt. And John walks by again. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them noticed. Yep. And then I said, and then the most emotional scene – in the show ever 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 10 out of five stars oh my gosh (laughs) and did you notice john knew it was gonna rain because when he gets off the boat and the guy says something to him and he's like well you shouldn't be sailing anyways it's going to rain but it's like a bright sunny day Uh and the guy's like looking at the weather like the sky like um okay yep but then it does start raining yep out of nowhere and we have another parallel scene yep and all everything (laughs) Everything I wrote for this scene is all in caps. Uh-huh. But rain, theater, Kotu crawl, smell, his face when he realizes it's her smell. Oh Our gosh. baby is haunted. Everyone is crying. <laughs> He's watching her. She senses him. She sees him. <laughs> yep. I wrote. This is all exclamations. Because yep. I'm like, oh my gosh. I put, John knew it was going to rain. The theater, the movie, reminiscent of the fake meat cute in volume five. Yep. <coughs> excuse me all my feels kotu crawl his face when he realizes who he's standing behind the way he watches her watch the movie her emotions i can't she senses him my heart <laughs> <coughs> so yeah that whole scene i feel like we could have an entire episode oh my just gosh. talking about that scene yeah where of course i think you all already know this because we all went nuts for the song but in case you don't we'll put it in the notes and yeah it's a level Mm of by daria yildrum Mm -hmm. but like i said we'll have that in the notes um yeah i mean just the fact that up to this point demet had only been like a rom-com actress oh yeah and was only a rom-com actress this was like you no, she's got acting chops mm-hmm. because the drama and the emotion. Yeah. And both of them really, I wrote so many times throughout this episode, their eyes say it all. Like, yes. And the fact that they're able to convey all that through their eyes. Yeah. When it's acting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing to read someone's eyes when they're actually going through something emotional. Or, right. But this was, they had to act this out and it felt so real. There were so many times just looking at his eyes, looking at her eyes that you're mm-hmm. just like, I see all of it. And that, ugh, so good. Yep. So stinking good. Yep. So makes me even happier that her DZ now is a drama. So yeah. So see all her acting chops with that. Yep. And yeah, I've been like dying waiting for episode four to drop on Turk Flick. It finally did like late last night. So I was okay. like, well, I don't, I don't want to watch it and because um, I drank coffee way too late last night, you guys. So I was up till like two this morning. But I didn't want to watch it after watching 40 and then kind of have stuff get, yes. like, jumbled. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to wait till after we record the episode. <laughs> but anyhow. So, yeah, that scene, it's amazing. Ugh. It's probably the most emotional scene that the show has ever – in the entirety of the show. I agree. Because now that the show's over, 
We can, yeah. I think we can say that with some authority. That was, ugh. It's it's up there. It is. It, it might have a rival in the the dock scene later on when they first see each other face to face. That one's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yes, it's it's so good. So so good. back to the boat. Back to the boat. John is like, I gotta get out of here. So he mm-hmm. leaves, and he heads back to his boat, and. Someone's waiting Someone's for him. Someone's waiting. It's Aunt Remedy. And it's so – I just all of the flashbacks, uh-huh. all of the bringing back of the old to kind of make things new yep. is another kind of parallel that we see throughout this whole episode. Yes. And I love it. Me too. So she found him because she hired a detective. Love it. She's <laughs> like, yeah, I had to hire a PI to find your butt. Exactly. So um, then we switch over and we see Emre. Yes. And he is meeting up with someone and it's Baba. Baba's back, baby. So Emre meets up with him um, and Aziz is back and he's okay. Everything is good. Mm -hmm. And uh, we find out that (laughs) everything is gone. (laughs) Yeah. The house, the company. Yeah. And it's like. What kind of CEO are you, Emery? <laughs> well, like, and Remedy tells John, you know, she's like, Emery did his best. Uh-huh. He tried his hardest, but, but it all shut down. Yeah. So Emery It sucks. all went to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And, um, but, and again, I can't help. There's several times I wrote this down with happenings, and I'll point them out each time. But, like, this was, like parenthesis question mark was this aisha's way of throwing us Leia haters a bone like yeah emory really isn't that great even though he's been somewhat um redeemed redeemed thank you but yeah like not fully like because he couldn't even keep the company afloat like just that further proof that baba was right from the get-go to ask john to stay because emory couldn't handle it well there's that plus the fact Boy doesn't even have a job anymore. Yep, that's my other thing. He can't find him a job. Can't find a job. They're living at home with the parents. Yep, so lying, lying, doing more lying, which is what they do best. Yep. So part of me is like, I feel like that was Aisha going. Listen, guys, there's nothing I can do about the fact that they got married, right? Because that happened before I came back, right? But I can make their situation <laughs> not crappy. great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Mevkabe and Niha obviously don't like him that much, right? They're super hard on him, uh huh. And they're just kind of jerks to him. Yeah. Through, I like, I I had, I had noticed that the first time, but I had kind of forgotten about it. And yeah. so seeing it again in this episode, I was like, oh dang, that's right, they're uh-huh. super harsh. Uh huh. <laughs> so I feel like those were all just Aisha's ways of saying like, this wasn't what I would have done with them. Yep. But I can't do much about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very possible. So kind of love it. Yeah. And if that's not the case, don't tell me because <laughs> I just like thinking that. We can just – we're pretending. hmm So. Then he kind of starts to fill him in. He starts to fill Aziz in as far as everything that's gone down between John and Sanem. Right. And why John ran away. And mm-hmm. yeah, because Aziz doesn't know anything about it. Mm-mm. And he's like, well, why did he take off? Where is he? What's going on? Right. And so now, yeah, Emery tells him, well, do you remember that girl Sanem? And then we switch back to John and Remy. Right. So, yeah, they're catching up. Yep. And Remedy fills him in. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of already said, like, Emery tried his best, but. 
basically everything collapsed. And that Baba's back. And yes, Aziz. Which is kind of a key thing to yes. keeping John from just sailing off into the sunset again. Correct. So, she, you know, she tells him Emery's a consultant, which we find out obviously later is a lie. He's not in anything. Right. Um, Duran works in a poultry factory, which yes. is, just cracks me up to this I day. Know. I'm like, of all the things, you couldn't, like, I'm sure there was another marketing agency you could have gone to. Well, and it's funny because she's working at a poultry fac- factory now. Mm-hmm. And then we found out however many episodes ago that Sun M has a degree right. in poultry farming. Uh-huh. So it's just, I know. It's like, what's with the chickens in this? And the, I know. <laughs> in this series. And then when John asks about JJ, she's like, oh, the weird one? Yeah. I don't really know what he's up to. Yeah. And then she's like, is there anyone else you want to ask about? Because mm, she knows. Because she knows. And he basically is like, yeah, no. Like, no, I can't talk about Sanem. Like, Well, and he says, he says, I, I didn't like the man I was being or becoming mm-hmm. when I was in love. Like, I don't believe in love anymore. Mm-hmm. And he says, Sanem was right to tell me to leave. And she tells him, well, time heals all, he- all things. And she basically is like, at least see your dad right. while you're here. If nothing else, you need to at least see your dad. Right. So as she's leaving, she says, John, I have something for you. This is a book by an author that I really, really love. And I think <laughs> that you'll enjoy it. Uh-huh. He's like, okay, thank you. Uh-huh. It's all wrapped. So he doesn't know what book it is. We obviously know what book it is. Right. <laughs> but she leaves that as a parting gift yes. for him. So then we switch over and – Sanem is calling Denise, who we meet in this scene. Yes. Who still, even after watching this episode with good subs, I'm like, what are you? Oh, I know. Like, because she refers to her as a therapist a couple times, but then Denise even corrects her and is like, well, I took classes in psychology, but then I wound up where you were. In the clinic. In the clinic. Mm -hmm. But at first I was like, okay, did you wind up there for like clinicals? Like, because you were taking psychology or... You actually wound up as a patient there. Well, because Sanem keeps calling her, are you ask or are you asking as a therapist, or my therapist, my or as a friend? Right. Well, how some therapist you are. Like she's making all these comments. Right. But then, yeah, Denise corrects but her. Denise even says, like, well, I mean, I'm not a therapist. I took some psychology classes, and then I wound up right where you are. Like we're just a couple of crazies. Like, so I think she's just a friend. Yeah. But I think that she. Leans and I'm leans on her. Yes. Um. So yeah. So she basically recounts her whole experience. I saw him. I know I saw his shadow, and then she recalls her vision as she was reading that she saw him and her with their three kids on the beach. And yes, and she what des- the kids look. She like. describes what each of the kids looks like. Yeah. You know, it's two girls and a boy. All this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a very, it's a very vivid picture. Yes. So, basically, she just kind of vents that all to her. And Denise is like, okay, well, you know, are you sure it was a dream? Mm-hmm. Or are you sure you actually saw this because you said you've seen him before? Like, she's just kind of trying to basically talk her through it, calm her down. Yeah. Kasanem is very emotional, yeah. very distraught as she's recounting all of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Gives us a little more insight as to what sanem has been dealing with over the last year. Right. Like, clearly, this isn't the first time this has happened is what's no. being established. Yeah. Um, then we switch over to Emery finishing the story with Baba because mm-hmm. he's like, okay, and, you know, and that leads us to here and John's gone and blah, blah, blah. So we kind of know he's told him the whole story. Yeah. Um, And then we switch over 
Oh my gosh. The Babe Walk John music. (laughs) But we're in a produce market or a bazaar. This is so good. You guys. I know this was probably just a bone that Aisha was throwing us so so that we we could could have some laughs. But boy, (laughs) does it deliver. Wow. Because you get this, all these little close up shots of like. Of rings and stones and a man bun. Uh And the jacket and the like bandanas tied around the wrist, like medals and all this stuff, and a bird necklace. And yeah, but it's JJ dressed as John Bay, dressed as John Bay with a Fikri Harika sign, uh huh, pedaling baya 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 y limon. I think we need a shirt that says that, <laughs> <laughs> or like baya 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 y, and then a picture of a lemon or oh something. My gosh. Because oh my gosh so funny it's such a good impression because he it's even very good how he takes off his glasses the way he picks up the, the chai, chai. Mm-hmm. It, every little tiny detail yes he does such a anil so, does a bravo great to job. anil yes because yeah. he does john bay very well it's hilarious it's so good so we're like what the heck is going on and then he kind of is like sanem like i don't i'm not really sure what that was but anyways he says that but it's not Sanem who shows up. It's Muzo mm-hmm. with this like feather earring that never leaves nope. from here on out. Yeah. That is his thing. And he's scolding JJ like, what are you doing? All this stuff. And he's like, listen, you know, you're here peddling, trying to sell these lemons and all this drama. And he's like, I bought the rights to the name of Fikri Harika. And he's like, but we still need Sanem. Yeah. So we need to go visit her. We're not really sure why they need Sanem for this yet. Right. But basically. Just that they do. They need to go visit her. Yeah. So then we pan over to the Aiden household. And I wrote, hmm, still hate Huma. Love the hair, though. It's a way better look for her. She looks so good with the short hair. Mm-hmm. I love it so much better. Yes. Like when, when they do the flashback in the middle of the episode, I was like, oh, yeah, that wasn't like the short hair works, works. for her. Yes, it does. Um, it's far more fitting. Mm-hmm. And then Emery shares with the whole family that Baba is back. And I was like, take that, Huma, because then she just turns into this big ball of drama. Yeah. Once again, she makes no sense. Because she's like, well, I need to see him right now. Yeah. Tell and him em- to call me. And he's like, that's and not going to happen, like, Mom. He doesn't want to see you. He doesn't want to see you. And she's like, well, I don't want to see him. <laughs> but I need to talk to him. <laughs> What do you need to talk to him about? Yeah, what do you need to talk to Does him about? Does she think he's like harboring John or something? Like, That's the confusing part is why are you so eager to see this man mm-hmm. who supposedly cheated on you uh-huh. and who you supposedly hate? Right. Wouldn't you want him to want to stay as far away from him as possible? Agreed. It doesn't make any sense. No, it does not. So while all that's brewing, uh, we're back at the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, we kind of mentioned this. They're just chatting about her Sanem's family because she's like Denise is like do you want to invite them for dinner and she's like no they're still hovering even though I don't live in their house like I yeah, hear from them all the time calling me I don't need more don't need that yeah and then that's when Denise kind of makes her comment about how they're two crazy women she's not a psychologist I'm so confused as to really what she is but yeah clearly they're friends yeah note that Sanem is drinking coffee mm-hmm. every time this episode yeah that there's a hot beverage she's not drinking chai right it's very significantly absent. Yes. Well, and even when John and Remy Day were having chai, he never once picks his glass up. It stays full. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. 
Um, and then I don't remember if it was Sanem or Denise, but one of them says, "Here comes Bert and Ernie." Denise, yeah, because <laughs> you hear you hear something, and yes. Sanem kind of smiles because she knows she who knows. it is. And Denise is like, "Oh, here comes Bert and Ernie." <laughs> <laughs> so that's when we realized it was Sanem's money that was the majority that helped them buy the Freaky Harigan name, right? So, but she wants she basically wants to be the equivalent of a silent partner. She's like, "Look, I was happy to help you guys get this. I don't really want to have any." doings in the day-to-day stuff yeah just do whatever you want with it right but they want to use her farm as a workspace because they need an address right because they're filing the trademark whatever yeah and they need an address and since they're just starting it's not like they can just go rent a building Mm -hmm. so initially it seems like she's like well you can use that greenhouse over there but they're like no it's so nice outside we'll just work out here in the lovely fresh air and blah 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 so then um, that's kind of settled. So, all right, I guess Freaky Harika is going to be starting right there on the farmland. Yeah, with JJ and Muzo, and Muzo. of all people. Yeah. <laughs> Who are each 1% partners. Yeah, and, and I thought, and 98. it was a funny, it was a cute little comment as they're kind of excited and they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And Sanem's like, I don't think I'm the crazy one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, is this, is this the point where, because I don't remember if I actually wrote any of this down, but like, it's brought up that basically <laughs> JJ has been very protective of that sign. He like sleeps with it at night, tells it stories, never I lets it out of his sight. a little later, okay. but yeah, yeah. Like he's been very protective of that sign with he's the Freaky Harika name. Yeah. Yeah. He can't let go. And it's, yeah. And it's funny because. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It's later. Mm-hmm. So next scene. So we flash between our broken hearted babies, basically. Mm-hmm. Um she john opens his gift and yes. he sees that it's the book and sanem is sitting at the dock and she's writing something it looks like she's writing in a journal um but she ends up tearing it out and put takes her medicine puts the piece of paper in the bottle and mm-hmm. then tosses it out yes and then meanwhile john opens the book and he starts to read Mm-hmm. And he sees the dedication. Let me pull that up. The saddest dedication. Oh my gosh! In the entire universe. To Albatross, he only left me behind with broken dreams and burnt pages. Oh. <laughs> yep. Punch to the awful. Gut. Poor baby. Oh my gosh. So. <laughs> Now that everyone's depressed again. I know. <laughs> it's the next day. Mm-hmm. And um, JJ and Muzo are doing their planning and um, out of out of the air, <laughs> you hear Duren screaming for JJ. Yes. <laughs> Love it. And JJ's like, Duren at him? Uh-huh. Am I hearing? <laughs> did, did you just hear that? <laughs> And they're all like, what are you, you're crazy, you're not hearing anything. Right. But we flash over and sure enough, it's Duren. Here she comes. she's stuck in the mud with (laughs) hot pants and thigh-high boots. Yes. (laughs) What a vision. Uh, But she basically makes her way over and she's like, I've been working in a chicken house. (laughs) 
there's no way I can't get through this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, if I can work there, I can cross this muddy exactly. whatever and make it where I need to go. Yeah. So finally she makes it over and they're all excited and everybody everybody hugs Duran because yes. there's a lot of reunions in this episode. Yes, it's very sweet. So they they explain everything to Duran and kind of basically get her on board. Yes. Oh, this is I think where they talk about how obsessed JJ's been with that sign because then that's when Muzo's even like JJ sleepwalks and he doesn't realize it, but he talks all about the Fikri Haruka history. He's like, even I know everything by heart now. That's so funny. And JJ quizzes him like, when was it established? <laughs> like, and <laughs> yeah. Muzo knows, so uh-huh. he's educated him. Yeah. And then Duren missed Sanem. I love them. She yeah. gives her a hug and tells her how much she's missed her. Yeah. It's all very sweet. It's very sweet. It's wonderful. Then we see, we flash over and we've got Remede and Baba are meeting up. Yep, they're catching up. And, you know, he basically thanks her, like, thank you for hiring those detectives to find John. Like, you know, they're obviously in cahoots with getting him to come back here. Yeah, yeah. She informs him, though, that Metin called. And I love that we get this bone thrown for Metin because hashtag justice for Metin. Um, yeah. Because she says, as you know, he's a lawyer for our company, too. Right. And, you know, because he was really the last lawyer that Fuku Haruka had, like, he kind of keeps up and knows the happenings with it. I, I love that the, that she just doesn't acknowledge that no-name lawyer who was actually the lawyer oh. for <laughs> Fuku Haruka. Uh-huh. Again, Aisha throwing <laughs> us a bone. <laughs> because I don't think Metin was meant to just be gone forever personally. Right. But anyways. Yeah. So... She says, you know, he informed me, which is so funny because I'm like, well, maybe lawyer laws are different over there. But like attorney-client privilege, I don't think he would just be telling you what's going on with his other clients or former clients. Yeah. But well, anyways, maybe because they aren't clients anymore, then that's he's, true. he can say whatever he yeah. wants. So he basically lets Remedy know like, hey, someone bought the name, Fika uh-huh. Harika. Like they bought the rights to it. Yeah. And she's like, and so she's telling him, Aziz, please don't be upset. But like somebody else owns the name. Yeah. And he kind of starts laughing. Yeah. Because he's like, I know, I'm the one who sold it and yes. I sold it cheap. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. they they came to me and they offered and I took the, fr- I didn't even haggle about the price. Nope. I like, let them buy it for the first offer yep. they gave me. He's like, clearly, these are people who care about the name. Yeah. And you know, there's more to life, just like he'd already told Emery, like, there's more to life than just the company I built. What's important is. Yep you know, my sons, yep. like the people I love. Yep. That's what's important. Yeah. Um, Not the house I owned or the company I built from the ground up. Yep. And uh, he's basically reiterating that to Remedy. Yeah. And obviously it's in the hands of people who really cared about and wanted it because they, they, they wanted it so badly. They sought it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I was laughing <clears throat> at how ice cold Remedy is. I was like, geez, because she's like, I have the address. I thought we'd go there and burn it to the ground, but you've <laughs> changed. <laughs> Like, dang, Baba must have been a total shark when it came to his business right? deals previously. If this is the way she's acting, you've so changed. Funny. We're not going to burn it to the ground. I love it. But he is curious. So he's like, well, let's go check it out. Let's yeah. see who these new owners are. He's like, it'll be an adventure like the old days. Uh-huh. Let's go. I, I love him. I love Baba. I love Aziz. <sighs> I love too. the character. As he, because, you know, we only got the one episode with him. Yeah. And so you don't really get any kind of impression of him. Right. Other, other than just the way John talks about him. 
Yeah, and the fact that he didn't trust Emery to run the company, but right. he trusted John. And, right. But that, you know, at that point, we don't know either of them very well either. Right. So it's I, – I just love him. I do too. He, I think he's a great character. He's a breath of fresh air. He really is. He – yeah. So they decide to do that. And then John calls him. Yes. And well, and I love that – he got the theme for the first time in this episode. John's theme played. Oh, you're right. Yeah, in yes. this scene. Because he's on the boat and the, and, and yes. the music starts and you're I was right. like, yes! Yes, it's finally playing for John. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, he calls he calls Baba. And basically says, I'm going to come see you before I leave again. Mm-hmm. So then we're back at uh, uh, Son M's farmland. Yeah, at the agency. At the quote agency. <laughs> And JJ and Muzo are technically Duren's bosses now, which is yeah, just funny. It is. Because Duren's like looking through stuff and she's like, these are client lists because like just stuff written on like butcher paper. Yeah. And, and JJ's like, like insulin. <laughs> You're talking to your boss. <laughs> she's she's all affronted. Uh-huh. I love it. JJ has this sense when this van pulls up and he's like starts to like freak out and he's like, the lady of the chickens is coming. <laughs> And Duren's like, oh, Auntie Remedy. Like, so they like run to greet them and it's yeah. reunion time again. Yeah. And it's a really good reunion. It's so sweet because then they see Aziz and there's hugs all around. Yeah. And he's, and everything basically gets explained. Yes. And he gives his blessing. He's like, oh, like he's because at first Duren's embarrassed because she's like, we kind of just like pulled this out from under you. And he's like, right. no, no. Like you guys care about the company. Like yeah. basically he couldn't ask for anyone better to want to revive yeah. Harika yeah. And the people who worked there and cared about the company. Right. So. So it's good for everyone. It's it is good, good all around. Although I said once again, poor Duren, the only one who has consistently cared about the company and I know. actually worked. She doesn't even own a stake in it. I know. <laughs> it's not fair. So Aziz gets his blessing. Then he learns Son M is the majority owner. Yeah. And he's like, hmm, a way to get John here. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So, meanwhile, Sanem is off trying to write her second book. Yes. We, we'd find that out later, that it, that's, that that's, that's what, what she she's doing. trying to write. But she's trying to write, obviously. And Niha and Mevkebe call her. Said helicopter because, parents again. Oh, my gosh. Even yeah. from far away. Because they, they miss her and <clears throat> Niha's like, do you miss the Mahale? Let me show you. Let me show you some video. She's like, okay, I have to go. Oh. Bye. <laughs> So she's like, oh, I can't even write. Forget it. I'm just going to – I'm going to try to do this later. So she goes back to her wherever it's – she's already at her farm, but right. she basically goes back to where everyone else is and she sees Remede and Aziz. Yes. And there's a sweet little reunion with them because, of course, Aziz knows exactly who she is. Yeah. And, yeah, it's very sweet. And then we learn that now that Aziz knows who the owners are, he wants to become – he wants to buy in part way back in. Well, and it it's funny because I think this is imp- – I think it's implied that that's discussed before Sanem walks up. Correct. Because yeah. JJ or Muzo, one of them's like, and now he's a 49% owner yeah. and so are you. Which yeah. I'm sure she's fine with because she doesn't even really want to be a 98% owner. She just did this for her friends. Well, and it makes me think that they were already plotting. Like the second they found out, oh, this is Sanem's farm, uh-huh. that Aziz is probably like, oh – Here's my chance. Right. If I ask them, oh, can I be a part owner? Uh-huh. They're going to say yes. Yep. And this is the start of his plan because obviously he just said like, none of this matters, blah, blah, blah. But 
if he's playing the part of like the sad man trying to revive his yep. former glory company he yep. might be able to lure john to stay and help him exactly and exactly. obviously he needs to be part owner for that to happen right so so and during this whole conversation hey aziz and remedy can really tell that sanem is not okay right and they can see she's struggling yes and she's kind of seems a little Skish. out to drift mm-hmm. um like she's kind of daydreaming and that's another thing that really is a recurring theme for her this whole episode as yeah, well. Yeah, she kind of stares off into nothing while her mind kind of yes leaves. <laughs> yes, and Denise asks her, you know, a few times this episode, were you daydreaming again? Or, mm-hmm. you know, she talks about visions that right. she's having and that kind of a thing. So this is a recurring thing for Sunam right now. And so then we get a babe walk tuned to a docking john that's right john mm. bay's docking at sun m's port yep. <laughs> that sounded like a euphemism <laughs> he's coming so john and baba have a reunion yes they do and he's reunited with the whole crew yeah i said the fikri harika trio sees john yep jj drops the eggs yeah and he's like john my best friend yeah. and like and duran's like i've missed you so much i'm happy yeah. to see you and even muzo's like even i missed you john dv like because obviously yeah. he's never really been his biggest fan right um but even he's like even i missed you uh-huh and then i said uh oh because obviously <sighs> We all know where he is yes. and who lives there. But he does not yet. He, he just knows that's the location that Baba sent him. Yes. So his, and again, his eyes, when oh, he gosh. finds out that it's Son M's home, because I don't remember exactly who says it, mm-hmm. but, you know, when he's like, Dad, what is this place? Mm-hmm. And is it Baba that tells him? Or is it someone else who basically is like, well, this is Sun M's because we bought the rights back. And it, I think it was somebody else. It might have been Muzo. Really you know what? I think it was Muzo. It might have been. Yeah. Because JJ was trying to like, I think. Gloss over glo- it. Like just slowly ease into it. And right. Muzo's like, all right, you're beating around the bush. So he's like, this is Sun M's farmland, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're working from here because we can't afford an office Could've space yet. Could have been Duren too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, but he basically, so he once he out. hears that, he's frozen in place for a yeah. good 15 seconds. Like, yeah. deer caught in the headlights. And he just basically says, I cannot stay here. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Yep. And he goes back to his boat. But. But. Because after Sanem heard, you know, that John was back or, or after right, after she sees. that he Because she was there when, because Baba says something like, oh, there's John right now. Like, because oh, he calls. calling me. That's mm-hmm. right. And she runs off yes she's like i have to go for a walk excuse me please so she goes and sits on her dock that she clearly this is the one she sits on and throws her little notes from every night right so she's out there just gathering herself i think yep not knowing not knowing that's john's boat the mysterious boat that's right there but john comes back to leave Mm -hmm. and we have the first encounter and their eyes again their eyes just staring at each other while they realize who the other one is oh my gosh so she is sees him and basically panics Mm -hmm. and is like i have to get out of here yeah so she gets up from where she's sitting and starts to walk away but john stops her and he says son m and then he walks towards her Mm -hmm. and kind of grabs her wrist a little bit very very gently very slowly Mm -hmm. and she lets him for about two seconds yeah and then she just slowly pulls away Mm -hmm. and she asks him why did you come and 
she gosh her acting in this scene i love it so much this yes this scene you guys oh <sighs> she says you said you were leaving and you left go away go away again and he's like i didn't know she's like you didn't know what he says that i didn't know that you were here look at his face when he says that i know oh. i know she says fine then act like i'm not here go back to where you came from and she walks away it's like oh she's totally that scared injured animal yes that is like doesn't want help from even if someone's trying to help like nope it's so sad oh and oh it's it's sad and then she turns around and leaves and they're both she says that and they're both just just jacked up (laughs) i I wrote seriously their eyes though like Mm -hmm. their eyes convey so dang much Mm -hmm. the hurt the longing the love the heartbreak everything it's all there it's all there so then we're back and we've got muzo sanem and jj yeah because muzo and jj are like off to look for sanem basically to make sure she's okay and when sanem comes back and they try to gently break the news that john is back Mm -hmm. she's like yeah i know i just ran into him yeah and they're like oh crap yeah and she said he's leaving he'll probably never come back again (laughs) oh and again so it's almost like she was i get the feeling that as much as she tells him to leave and to go away she's testing him well yeah because the first time she said it Uh obviously you know was there was a lot of stuff happening right you know with all the stuff with yeet in the hospital right um but she points out later like you know well if you'd loved me then me telling you to leave you wouldn't have left and so that's when i'm like oh you keep telling him to leave Mm -hmm. but i don't think you actually want him to leave as much as it hurts you to see him right as much as it sends you into like a tailspin yeah you don't actually want him to leave, but no. you just want to see like, okay, if I tell you to leave again, are you just going to leave me? Well, she's telling him to leave. She's talking to other people about mm-hmm. wanting him to be gone. But then when it looks like he is leaving, like even this right comment to, mm-hmm. to the boys, he, he's leaving. He's probably never going to come back again. Yep. And there is obvious hurt right. that he would go and never come back again. Right. So it's that you know she's she's clearly torn yes between she's heartbroken and but also so, this is the love of her life exactly mm-hmm. exactly so she kind of runs off jj's like muzo go after son M. i'm gonna go after john bay before he can leave yeah and <laughs> jo- jj like runs up the dock and is like john bay! like and runs after him he's and like i have you you can't leave he's like he holding the rope. the rope like that's gonna yeah like the rope wouldn't just yank him into the sea and he's kind of babbling for a bit, trying yeah. to figure out what do I say to keep John here. He's like, you can't leave. And he's like, okay, JJ, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then he finally says, basically, your dad just took a turn for the worst. Yeah. He's sick again. He's sick. He's just, and then <laughs> John's like, JJ, why didn't you just say that to begin with? Oh, my gosh. Like, so clearly that was the right thing to say because yeah. boyfriend hops off his boat and is like, let's go to my dad. So then JJ panics. He calls Duran. <laughs> he's like, listen, Aziz needs to be sick. That's what I told John to get him to stay. <laughs> It's all mayhem. All but these schemers. All these scheming. scheming schemers. I love them all. But Aziz and Remedy are on board for it. Oh, yeah. He's like, okay, oh I'll go lay gosh. on the couch. Like The the overacting by Aziz <laughs> is the highlight of my life. It's so good. <laughs> when he's on the couch and he's like moaning. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> so funny. And Remedy's playing into it. Duran actually is like, all right, maybe reel it back a little bit, but it's good. She's catering to him. Sanem shows up, obviously, before John does because she's already on the property. Right. 
And she's like, I'll make you, you know, I have all these herbs in my greenhouse. Like, I'll make you a special blend of tea. And he's like, yes, that's just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. Fresh air, organic food. <laughs> like, this is where I need away to be. Away from the city away life. Away from the city life. <laughs> yeah. So she goes, she trots off to go make him some special tea. Uh-huh. John shows up. Yeah. More Disney music. Yeah. And... He sits there with his ailing father. And at first I thought maybe he sort of figures it out. So did I because of the look that he gives his dad yes. after Aziz is like, oh. <laughs> but I don't think he does. No. So he sits with him because then he starts to apologize to him. Yeah. And he takes all the blame for everything collapsing over the last year. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Aziz's answer to John is very different than the one it was to Emre. Yeah. He tells John, the agency is everything to uh-huh. me. As an ailing man, if it's the last thing I do before I die, I'm going to basically bring it back to its former glory. Again, trying to plant the seed maybe that John will stay and help him make that happen since clearly he's not in the condition to do so on his own. Well, and it gives him a reason to stay at Sun M's because that's where the agency is. Yes. So if if Aziz is there and he's ailing but he's there because of the company – then if John wants to see his dad, he has to be close by. Yep. So then we flash over real quick to Lay M Reality being revealed, which we've kind of touched on. Emery doesn't actually have a job, and I wrote, what a loser. Seriously. They live with the Idens, and that's mm-hmm. what I wrote. Aisha's way of telling us that she hates they got their married life before John M did too. Um, yeah, I put surprise, surprise, they're lying again. And they're lying, yes. They're not doing well, and they're lying. Because, of course, it's like, oh, our house is being built, you know. Yeah, they're full of lies. They're just, yep. Yeah, they talk <clears> about... <throat> granite needing to be put in yeah. or marble or well and all they this think stuff. that emory drives off to this consultant job every day and he doesn't yeah um so then we have we're back at sun m's and yeah. we have another encounter yeah in the kitchen yeah she won't actually make eye contact with him he's kind of watching and trying to catch her eye but she's she's busy making her tea mm-hmm. for aziz for aziz yeah and they're both just standing there He's looking at her and thinking, yeah, is this the calm before the storm or did we run out of words? And she then thinks, Mm -hmm. I ran out of words. I'm exhausted. I'm lost. And he's thinking, you didn't believe me. And without you, there was nothing left for me. Only a John shattered in pieces. And she's thinking, you left me. Without you, there was nothing left for me. Only a Sanem shattered in pieces. And then he says... He's thinking, it's over now. I cannot come back from this again. And she's thinking, it's over now. I cannot burn again. Yeah. Of course, neither one of them are saying this out loud. Right. They're clearly thinking the same, like, along the same things. Right. They're both just these tortured souls right now, and it's yeah. awful. Um, yeah. And so she goes outside, and John leaves. Um, or yeah. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. well, she brings the chai brings into, the uh, in for Aziz. You're right. Um, and John kind of watches from the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> and Aziz is like, are there any houses for it nearby? Like next door? <laughs> <laughs> and so. And a, um, go ahead. Well, he he basically is just, he's conspiring to keep them together. Mm-hmm. And so he asks if there are any houses for it near, nearby and they get him all settled in for the night. And then he's like, John, you can stay here tonight too, right, Sanem? With me, yeah. <laughs> but I love too that when he's talking about renting, 
you know, because he's like, I'm imposing, I'm this. She's like, no, no, even if you wanted to leave, I wouldn't let you. Like, you can't leave in this condition. Right. You're not well. You're not well. And part of me is like, hmm, again, are you doing that to keep John close? Yeah. Because, you know, he's well enough that he could be helped to get settled somewhere. Right. But you're insisting that he stays because, again, it's a indirect way mm-hmm. of keeping John close. Yeah. Because, you know, he's going to want to see his dad. And it's awfully convenient. And it's awfully convenient. Yeah. So when he asks about John staying, she doesn't, she just kind of freezes. Right. <laughs> and John's like, dad, I'm going to stay at my boat. Yeah. I'm five minutes away. Yeah. I'll see you in the morning. I'm close enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he leaves. Yeah. So we flash to lame eating with some, some of their lame friends. Yeah. I just and- wrote, who cares? It just further shows the depravity of their situation because they exactly. don't order food because they can't afford it. But they wanted to see these friends. Exactly. Whatever. So um, JJ and Duran and Remiday are in the car. Yes. And where are they headed? I don't think that's ever really said, okay. honestly. Okay. But they're in the car all discussing John M. Yeah. And basically Remiday's like, so, you know, with Aziz being, quote, sick, this is going to be the catalyst for him, you know, uh, working on his agency and mm-hmm. trying to keep John there. So she basically says, like, we need everyone to believe that Aziz is sick. So... This is a secret we all need to keep. And of course, that's, JJ panic. that's the panic word for yep. JJ. And it just becomes this comedic craziness because he starts like bouncing off the walls in the car yes. and it's nuts. Yeah. So I think, again, that was just meant to be some comedy relief. I think so. For all of the sadness. Exactly. So we go, we flash back to Lame and uh, they each get a phone call from yes. each of their siblings because each of their siblings is panicking uh-huh. because they have encountered each other again so um they basically have to cut lunch short yeah to go meet them yep and And layla is clearly mad at john and harboring some feelings towards him which you know i can understand right that's her sister yeah so yeah that's what i wrote i put brother reunion very sweet but cold shoulder layla sister solidarity and all of that yes and it was kind of i thought it was kind of funny because She's like, oh, is that John's boat? And Sanam's like, yeah. She's like, should we sink it? <laughs> I love that. I'm like, that's a good sister response. I agree. Even though she's like, but again, but then she's like, no, because then he'll never leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I love it because she's like, Layla's like, well, he looks terrible. Yeah. And Sanam's like, he turned into a caveman. And I was like, I swear Aisha did that just for us. <laughs> Because we all have talked about how much we love Caveman John. Uh-huh. And I, sw- I well, feel like that was like, little... yeah, the hair, he's the skin, everything. He j- he looks terrible. terrible. He looks awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, you know, so Layla's only concerned with Sanam's well-being. Right. When we're all of this is concerned. Yes. Um, you know, so she's like, I'm here to support you no matter what. Yeah. You know, if we need to, we can get Aziz moved. He does not need to stay here. Yep. If it's going to be harmful to your mental health, basically. Yeah. We'll get it all worked out. We'll work it out. Um. So meanwhile, the Devit men are all chatting mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we'll find you a house close by, dad, and um, they'll get it all figured out. <laughs> He's like, I want to rent the one next door. Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, Huma calls because she can't not have attention for five seconds. Mm-hmm. So she calls Emray <laughs> and he steps out to take the call. Well, and then he – so she finds out through Emre that John is back. Right. And she's all excited. But I'm like, why? You're the reason he left. I know. I know. Why are you excited to see your son? You're the one who sent him away. You are literally the reason he and, left for a year. And it seems 
genuine that right. she's happy that he's back. But I'm but like, if you didn't want him to leave, maybe you shouldn't have had such a nasty, gross conspiracy to ruin his life. She's just delusional. She doesn't mm-hmm. live on planet Earth. I don't want to know what kind of planet Huma comes yeah. from or lives on because nope. that – what an awful planet. <laughs> but – um. <laughs> I wrote Aziz's All of Us because <laughs> he like, his reaction. His reaction. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I don't want to talk to that woman. And he like <laughs> cuddles against John, like, don't. <laughs> He's like, I trust you. <laughs> yeah, I trust you. To you keep... won't let her close you to won't me. Let her close to me. <laughs> and he like snuggles up on John's arm, and I'm like, Aziz's All of Us when it comes to humor. Yes. Well, and she's being crazy again. She's being psycho. Because um, she's like, where are you? I'm coming to where and you like, are. And he's like, Mom, we're on Sanem's farm. That's not a big deal. And she's like, oh, oh, the first place John goes when he's back is back to Sanem. And, and not and now- to his mother? Ugh, oh, sound like anybody we know? Anyways. Oh, um, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, and now she's basically sucked Aziz in, too. Like, he's there, too. Like, just all this stuff where it's like. Again. Uh, yeah. None of this that happened. Well, sure, partially was Sanem's fault. Right. But, like, as far as you're concerned, Huma, mm-hmm. none of this is Sanem's fault. No. It's all your fault. Yeah. You orchestrated all of this. Yeah. So you have nobody to blame her but yourself. Idiot. So, yeah. Um, she plays the victim and she's like, oh, this is <laughs> when she says, what have I done for everyone to stay away from me? How long have you got, Huma? I've got a laundry list of things you have done. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, so then Aziz tells John about all the things he did while he was like, you know, getting well. And he's like, oh, I was in Cuba. And he's like, I learned how to dance. He goes, I'll teach you to salsa. And I'm like, have you met your son, Aziz? <laughs> have you yeah. met John? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to teach him to salsa. <laughs> yeah. So so Layla comes in because – Emery's like, you know, come, he, come he wants see my to dad. actually quote meet his daughter, even though he's already met Layla. Exactly. Ooh, sorry, I just totally hit the mic. So, um, Aziz is like, "Oh, my Layla!" Mm-hmm. And he he's all excited. And yes. I he didn't say this right here, but earlier I thought it was sweet because he's like talking to Emery, mm-hmm. and he says something like. How did you convince the smartest, most beautiful woman in, at the agency to marry you? Yes. Good job. Yep. Um, so after that, he he is, again, being super obvious. Uh-huh. And he's like, John, I expect the same performance from you. Yep. What he- about the girl that you called and told me about uh-huh. when I was away? The one that that you're madly in love with, the uh-huh. love of your life. He's like, what about her? And he says, that's it, kids. If you did find your love, you shouldn't let it run away. You need to look after it. You need to fight for it. John, what was that girl's name? Yeah, the love of your life. (laughs) The one you said who you met in Istanbul. Even though you've been all over the world. Even though you've been looking all over the world. What was her name again? And John, I love Aziz so much for this. I love it. Amazing. And John just looks at Sanem. Sanem standing in the doorway. Mm Mm-hmm. And she kind of bolts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes after her. Yeah. And walks out after her. And she again asks him, why did you come? Why did you come? Yeah. Why are you ruining my balance? So basically, yes. like, you're throwing me off kilter. Yeah. And she's upset. And she says, you broke my heart in pieces. You left me here and you just went away. Yeah. There's no Sanem left anymore. What else do you want from me? Yeah. And he says, you're the one who did not trust me, Sanem. 
you were the one who believed that I burned that notebook. You blamed me. How could you believe that? Yeah. And he says, how could you do that? How could you do that to me? And she goes, well, then who did it if it wasn't you? You think Yeet did it? Yes, Son M. That is who did it. <laughs> That's me, not Don. Well, yeah. And he says, or she says, why would he burn the notebook which he was going to publish? Is that why you pushed him and left him crippled? And he says, whatever I did to him, Son M, I see it in my nightmares every single night. For a whole year, I have been living with the guilt that it's given me. Nothing I can do will be enough to forgive what I did to him. But he is lying about this. Yes. And you are still believing it. You still do. He says, and she says, well, you wouldn't leave if you, were, if you weren't guilty. And he says, you wanted me to leave. She says, you didn't have to leave. You could have stayed. You could have stayed no matter how much I told you to leave, no matter how much I shooed you away. Yep. I tried to reach you many times. I didn't even know if you were dead or alive. You didn't call me even once. And he goes, well, you can say that I did die. Love turned me into a horrible person, Son M. Someone ruthless, someone angry, someone jealous. That John is dead. I killed him. I forgot him and you should do the same. And she says, I forgot him a long time ago, but at a great cost to myself. She says, if you put a man in the center of your life, if you fill your life with nothing but love for him, when he leaves, you collapse. Both you and your life completely collapse. So he just looks at her and he says, I'll take my dad and I'll leave tonight. And again, she says, your father is not in any shape to move and he loves it here. So again, it's killing her, but... She knows Aziz is the only lifeline that's going to keep John around. Yeah. And she says, your father can stay here as long as he wants. That, let me, let me tell you, <sighs> that dialogue mm -hmm. is killer. Yeah. Like, it is, it is awesome. I feel like we live in a day and age where you don't always get great dialogue in movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. And that right there, props to Aisha, because they are communicating they're airing their grievances. Yep. It's it's hard because they both are in the wrong. They've both done bad things. And they're both in the right. And they're both in the right. Exactly. So she she weaves that like hearing it again uh -huh. and watching it again, that might be my one of my it's definitely one of my favorite scenes from the episode mm -hmm. because it's like, yes, you're finally communicating and the way that they are communicating, they're just being upfront, they're being honest. And there's also there are also these kind of underlying, you know, points of where their emotions are showing, right? And kind of the the depth of emotion and yeah. the depth of their hurt, yes, and how they've been affected. Well, and yeah, and they're coming out in a subtle way mm -hmm. where they're not being super obvious, but like again, but they're Sun not beating M around the bush. Right, but like the whole fact that Sanem is like, no, you don't have to take your dad. Like, okay, mm -hmm. that's she's very subtly telling you to stay, right? Even though I'm sure in many ways she doesn't want him to stay because right. she's conflicted, right? And he's conflicted as well, right? It's just, I like, I'm so I yeah. was just so impressed. Yeah, I'm like it's that so conversation, well that writing, that freaking dialogue. It's it's amazing. It is because yeah, you're right. It's conveying so many things. And directly so many, and indirectly. Yep. And then opposing thoughts as well. At, but yet it all makes sense. Yep. And it, it there's nothing confusing about it. Yep. It yeah. Everything that they that they've been through, it all is coming out and it all makes sense. And you're sitting there going, 
yes, do that. Yes, do uh-huh. that. Yes, I know you're hurt and I uh-huh. know you're hurt. Keep talking. Keep, like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so good. It's so good. Amen. So then we, um, Layla is on the phone with her parents. She tells Mevkabe that John is back. Yeah. Mevkabe loses her mind. Yes. Nihat's like, Mevkabe, calm down. What are you doing? Then she tells him John is back. And he's he not happy He loses either. his mind. Yep. <clears throat> They're like, bring him home. Yeah. All this stuff. She's like, no, mom, like, we're good here. You know, it. everything's going to be fine. We're going to have dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be fine. Well, then they're all at dinner. I didn't realize. Well, and I think she implies, because I think she says something to the effect of Aziz wants to meet you. Yes. So, you're right. But it's, there wasn't, we didn't see the Any conversation planning. on screen yeah. as far as planning for the dinner. So, and yeah, it's suddenly, I thought it was going to be later. Uh huh. But they're all at dinner there. Yeah. And it's super awkward. Oh, so tense. And you can tell like people are trying because everyone's like complimenting the food. And Aziz is like, it's been so long since I've had homemade food. And, you know, Emre's like, yeah, we get this every day. Mev Kibbe is amazing at making homemade food. And she like shoves more food in front of Emre because she notices he like barely touches anything. Yes. And then John says, yes, even I've missed these leaf rolls yeah. i've been longing for them Ooh, and Sanem, that was the wrong thing to say Sanem's like um you're using that word incorrectly longing means that basically like you love something you can't live with that like she schools him basically on like you can't long for leaf rolls you long for someone that you love yeah. longing means that you're deeply troubled with one's absence not being able to reach them or be reunited you can't use it for leaf rolls it's wrong yep <laughs> And everybody's quiet. Oh, everybody gets super quiet. <laughs> it's like, it's, it reminds me of that episode of Breaking Bad mm-hmm. when Jesse comes to eat dinner <laughs> at their house. There's that gif of him gulping the water all uh-huh. awkwardly. <laughs> she does not want him there. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what it is. <sighs> and so Baba's like, hmm. Well, maybe we need a round of tavla, which is backgammon. Mm. I looked that up because I was mm. like, a round of tavla is that like a drink, like an? I like assumed a it was a game. I seen. I thought Layla was like, "Oh, do you have tavla here at, at the house on them?" And she was like, "I don't know. Do I?" <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, "Not girlfriend's not happy." <laughs> so basically. Uh. That's everyone's cue to like, all right, dinner's over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there will be no rounds of anything. And Niha and Mevkabe the whole time have really been like, okay, can we – Yeah, we we're, met. Can we're we eating. Let's eat and get, get the heck out of here. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they apologize. Sorry, Aziz. Like, that's not – you know, we're not trying to be rude, but right. this is just hard. Yeah. Um, We'd like to have you come to our house sometime right. soon. Yeah. So then everyone disperses, but Niha follows John. Oh. Do you have this? Yes, I do. And honestly, well, go ahead and read it first and then I'll say. Okay. So he says, John, can we talk for a couple minutes? And John is like, of course, Uncle Nihat. (sighs) Okay. This is. (laughs) This is so hard. This is hard. So Nihat says, look, son, I'm not good with these fancy words. So I'll tell you straight. I loved you like my own son. Loved, loved. Yes, past tense. Past guys. tense. Both Mevkabe and I, we trusted you. We believed in you. We let you into our house with no questions. But you, you hurt our beautiful daughter Sanem so, so much. 
After you left, my daughter lost her consciousness for days. She had therapy, stayed in a clinic, but thankfully, she's getting better lately. That's why I don't want to ever see my daughter like that again. And I'm warning you, as a brother, I know his face, his John's, John's face. face. He says, stay away from Sun M. You're not good for her, John. And John is still stuck on one of the things that Nihat just right. said. And he says, Sun M was in a clinic. And Nihat says, stay away from Sun M, boy. There's only one thing that I can tell you. That's the only thing I can tell you. Yeah. And John says, okay, I understand, Uncle Nihat. He says, I never want to do anything that can upset or harm Sun M. Mm. Neither in the past nor, nor now. I'm just here to see my father. I'll be leaving in a couple days anyway. Mm. And then Nihat says, if I ever see Sanam again in my arms, struggling and shaking like a bird. Anyway, have a good journey in advance. And he walks away. And props to Nihat. I forget his name in real life. Mm -hmm. Because either he really has daughters and was like picturing having to say this to someone about one of his own daughters. Because the hurt and yeah. the concern and the love for his daughter like yeah. just shine through as he's saying all that and john is just stricken when he hears oh. that sanem yeah he's had totally to go gutted. to like basically had to go to a psych ward right he's gutted and yeah. it's awful yeah <laughs> it's awful so, so we have this emotional deep scene and then we switch over to Ugh. the worst people on earth. Huma and Yidiot in the same scene. Human garbage yep. and the stupid yokel. And Walking so normally. Uh-huh. Just yeah. strutting along. Yep. Yep. Well, and oh, because this is when, um, so she's at her house first. Right. And she's all frantic because uh -huh. no one is taking her call because it's all about Huma. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, even Yidiot isn't answering my phone call. And her, her doorbell rings and there, and he, there is. he is. Um, so she basically breaks the news that John is back. Right. And he she can't go to where Aziz is. Mm -hmm. So she decides to send him as her little errand boy. Right. Because that's what he's become. He's become her little imp. Yep. Her little lackey. That's right. That she can force to do whatever she wants. Yep. Because he's under her whatever spell because she's like well someone better see what's going on with john and son m yeah because you know what happens when those two get together and yep. basically worries him mm -hmm. you know like all the work and things you've been putting in for the last year spending time with her is gonna get undone yeah so he like is like <gasps> and he's like, like i'll go i'm going yeah and bolts on out of there yep without so much as a limp yeah yeah carries his, his little cane, cane down yeah. the stairs <laughs> yeah so we flash back to the farm and John is tucking Baba in. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so, and John, you know, he's he's telling him, basically, Dad, you can't stay here mm -hmm. any longer. Right. Like, we need to get you out of we'll here. We'll find a place for you. Yeah. And Baba says, you or me? Mm -hmm. And he says, I can't. So yeah. Aziz is asking him, John, do you have problems with Sanem? Do you want to talk to me about it? And John is kind of like, maybe later. Yeah. He's not yeah. opening up. Yeah. He says, have a good night. You know, sleep tight. Yeah. And walks away and get, heads back to the boat. So we have another run in with outwards. They're just staring yes. at each other. I said, John, I'm in the kitchen part two. Mm -hmm. Just sad eyes though. No yeah. words are exchanged. Yeah. 
And then our goofy duo, Bert and Ernie. Yeah, we this I think is basically just a way for us to find out that uh That Muzo's divorced. Yeah, that he followed Ghoulies to Papua New Guinea, got married, and got divorced just as quickly. Yeah. And came back. Yeah. So Ugh. And I wrote, Yidiot shows up at the farm. Yeah, here comes the evil manipulator. And here we go. I called you all day and you didn't answer. So clearly I needed to be a stalker and show up here late at night. Yeah, because she says, what are you doing here at this time? Obviously it's late. Uh Uh-huh. And their relationship is a professional one. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. But she ends up telling him that John is back, but not – and she makes it clear, not for me, though, for his dad. And, you know, and she – ugh. And she says – but and and he starts scolding uh-huh. her, which <laughs> oh, I first know. of all, how dare you? How dare you? And he's like, I know better than anyone what what he did to you. And I said, okay, yeah, because you're the one who actually did it. Exactly. Mm. Yep. 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 Where is the where is the sense of taking on the responsibility of what you yeah. did? You are the reason she has gone through this for the last year. Yes. And you could have at any time told her and yep. made it stop yep but she didn't and then i ugh, so gross because she says i know you everything that's happened thank you to you and i'm like yeah, yeah. you have no idea what you're thanking him for girlfriend yeah she's of course like she's if talking not about, for you none of this would have happened and i said girl I'm, have, I'm angry you have no idea how true that is <laughs> obviously she's referring to like him being there for her the last year while yeah, she struggled. Yeah, helping her. Helping her, her helping him. Being beside her. Right. Whatever. Getting her book published and all of that. It's all his fault, son M. Yep. And I it's was like, all his fault. All of it is his fault. I hate him. Meanwhile, poor John's reflecting back on Nihat's words, son M's words. Yes. And, and he's moved to act to come back yes. and confront son M, yeah. talk to son M, maybe, oh, maybe apologize apologize own something occurs to him because he jumps on out of that yes. boat and heads back to her place and i wrote poop <laughs> <sighs> but i put more idiot screen time because he's got good news for son M. spain wants her and i'm like okay but she's already made it clear she won't go she hasn't left the country and we all know why because she doesn't yep. want to go on a world adventure that doesn't include john because they've always that talked was their about that dream. yep so she doesn't want to live out that dream yep and she tells him once again and she tells him I once can't again do that right now yep. i need to work on myself like i need to heal get healed i right. I, this I just pla- would be better this place is good, good for, for me. me yeah and he's all whiny like but why blah 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 we helped each other and i would put pardon me while i puke yeah and then he keeps trying to persuade her yep because yeah, he keeps trying to persuade her, and then John shows up, sees that they're in there talking together, and poor guy, he I just know. so deflated. I know. As in, I hate seeing a guilty John in front of Yidiot, because, well, yeah, because Yeet's like, I told you not to come near me. Yeah, he strikes up Mister Righteous Indignation, uh-huh. and he's like, "What are you doing here? After everything that you've done, you've hurt the people around you enough." Blah blah blah. Yep. And I said, "You sir, you sir are an idiot." Yep. And John, I, I love yes. the one little barb that John gets here in. for this. Because before that, John did say, like, I see you're doing well. I'm glad to see that. And he's like, yes. uh, that doesn't matter. I told you not to come near me yeah. and all this ugliness. Yeah. And John gets the, this one little hit in. I love it's it. so good. Because he says, if you don't want me around, then don't come to where I am. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because his dad is here and he has every right to be visiting his own dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's all he's here for. So Sanem runs to the kitchen. It's too much to have both of these guys in front of her. Yeah. 
Yeah. And with poor all John this. just looks crushed. He d- crushed. That's the right Ugh. word. He does look crushed. Because Yeet follows her yes. into the kitchen. Yeah. And says some stupid crap and then leaves. Because he, because she finally is like, Yeet, I want to be alone. And again, he is scolding her. Uh-huh. I mean. Yeah. Basically telling you, her, like, you, you better not be starting anything up with yeah, him again. That's essentially her, what she's saying. You ruin her life and then you scold her about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about gaslighting here. Yep. So he's like, oh, yes. don't don't you see how he ruined your life as soon our, – our life? Our life. Our life. Uh-huh. As soon as he arrived and she basically is like, can you just leave me alone? Yeah, I need time to be – I need to be by myself. Yeah. But yeah, and it's like it, – it's so gross because it's like – not that I justify anything he did. But it's one thing to like, okay, well, I created this awful situation, but now at least I can be her hero and like help her through it. Right. But then to continually rub in, quote, what John supposedly mm-hmm. did when you know full well you are the one who did this oh, yeah. is so disgusting. It makes him a million times worse. It's so gross because it's like actually you're the one that's doing her all the harm and you're the one that keeps getting to stay near her. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, yeah, so he does eventually leave. Yeah. After she tells him several times to leave. Yeah. And I just put our emotional bibex. So Nem's yeah. crying in the kitchen. John is tying knots on the boat. Yeah. Frantically tying knots. And that's when I, when I got to this part last night when I was watching. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go retweet that tweet from Aisha. Yes. Because this was tweeted the day after the show ended completely. Okay. So the day after the show ended when we all had these, you know, we still have several questions. Yes. What were the notes in the bottles? Yes. Why was John always tying those knots and we kept seeing them show up? Yes. What about this? What about that? Aisha threw us a bone. She -hmm. didn't directly answer because she didn't reply to anybody's question. But on her own tweet, she just happened to write out this little bit of information. When Celtic sailors missed their lovers, they would weave rope mementos for them unbreakable not easily unraveled and standing the test of time each knot represents the promises and vows for that lover Mm -hmm. each thread in the rope replicates things shared between just the two of them so i love that because now we know we didn't know this when we first watched 40 because the first episode we did on this was right after we live watched it we had no idea what the next 11 episodes held or anything yeah so going back and seeing this now like him every time he's tying those knots is because he's thinking of Sanem, yeah. the promises that he's made to her, uh, memories that they've shared. So it just means so much more now. Every time we're going to be seeing him tie these knots, yeah, now we have this information. Yes. So then, while he's doing that, she takes her medicine, puts another note in the empty bottle. Yes. Which I don't want to like rain on this cute, sweet. Well, it's not cute, but like this obviously emotional, metaphorical thing that's happening, right? But does each pill have its own bottle? Like, <laughs> you want to know what my, my note was? What? I said, whoever her pharmaceutical company is, they should be sued. Yes, because for, for waste of for wasting all that of, glass. Uh huh. Because it's just clearly one pill in a bottle. Because yeah. she takes the pill and then the bottle's empty and she puts the note in it. Yeah. Now clearly that was done so that there's a bottle for her to put the pill in. And right. there's obviously a relationship between like that she needs to take this medicine and what she's feeling. Yes. I get that. But I was right. just like, um, an empty bottle again? <laughs> like either Sonem is taking way too many of these or each one only has a pill in it. <laughs> so anyhow. So the logical part of us has a very yes. big issue <laughs> with with how green her pharmaceutical company yes. is. But the the story loving portion of us yes. really likes is here she for puts it. a note in the bottle. Yes. Is here, <laughs> Every night. Is here for it. <laughs> 
so the next day, oh. Muzo's in the garden. Oh, my gosh. And John shows up, and this is where we also meet Scarecrow John. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and Muzo just keeps laughing. Muzo cannot stop laughing about it. He's losing his mind. Denise and Sunem are packing up produce, um, kind of going over the happenings of the day before. Yeah, and discount just Ariel is back, and she's <laughs> – I put discount Ariel is back – scolding sun m and talking like a gilmore yeah because she talks so fast she does <laughs> and she's i think she's just trying to get her to like okay wait are you having these visions again are you daydreaming did you really see this stuff yes you know and then that's when she's like wait a minute are you asking me like my friend or my therapist right and then she's like okay listen if i was your being talking like your therapist i would tell you you need to face your fears and figure out how to let him go yeah but as your friend i just want to make sure you're okay yeah so john comes at that point yes and he's like yeah he offers to help and she's like no and denise is like no we have a very strong helper coming tomorrow we have a a muscular helper showing up tomorrow we have a way i mean what a good friend i know i love it so it's so good because she's like we have a way of doing things on this farm like so basically we've got it under control we don't need you so he's yeah. like, all right. That's totally what a good friend would do, too. Mm-hmm. If an ex came along and you're like, no, yep. we don't need any help. We nope. have a really buff guy coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> thanks, anyhow. But there's a Fikri Haruka meeting happening. Yes. And it, as Aziz is reassuring, assuring them regarding John, like, don't worry. I'm I'm going to make sure he stays. Like, right. I've got this under control. Yeah. I you said know? company planning because Duren needs money to buy the rest of her sleeve. She does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh enter john to the meeting yeah more aziz scheming to get him to stay yeah because he's suddenly very interested very in invested in getting this company uh-huh. back up off the ground it's very important to him yeah and so doren's like well john she kind of plays into it like now that you're here i need your help because mm-hmm. i need to know what the you know you know all these clients you have a personal relationship with them yep. what would be the best way basically to go about contacting them again yeah to kind of let them know we're back yeah so he starts looking that over with her we pan over to the Iden family breakfast yeah and i said i'm here for all the emory you seem more like your mom than your dad oh talk. my god like they are not cutting any no, corners not. they <laughs> i mean they're pulling no punches they're just like yeah layla always talked about how you were just like your dad but now that i've met him i don't see it we don't see it we totally you're totally but more you're like you're just Shuma. like your mom <laughs> and then i love the when are you moving into your own house stuff yeah and they're obviously over it having them there which yeah. i'm like mm, niha you regretting your little wedding speech to your daughter about uh. how much you're gonna miss her and how sad you are she's not there yep and then she as they're leaving off for work Mevkabe's like, here, son, take this avocado juice. And I'm like, what's avocado juice? I want to try that. I've never had avocado juice. I want avocado juice. I've How do I get that? I've never avocado juice either. So anyhow. So yeah. So then Sanem's watering the plants while also spying on the Fuku Harika meeting because, <laughs> well, love- John. I love it. I These... The second time around, the first time I was like, who is this redhead? Uh-huh. I don't trust her. Right. Because we didn't know. Right. We didn't know. Right. And at this point in the in the yeah. show, I'm like, I don't trust anyone new. Um, but this, watching this again and seeing their interaction with this whole scene between between Sanem and Denise, uh-huh. it's so funny. It is funny. And it's such a total girl thing. Like, I, I just loved it mm-hmm. because they're spying and Sanem's like, don't look. <laughs> yep because she's like is he looking she's like 
he's looking at you though well now he's not looking at you yeah. like she's totally is he looking no no he's not looking <laughs> well and she's like he's just like you told me uh wow i mean wasn't it obvious that he yeah. would break your hearts in him she's like, where where did you find such a handsome man <laughs> of course he would break your heart <laughs> have you ever seen such a man that didn't break that wasn't bound to break someone's heart <laughs> And then John looks, and then she goes, but he looks at you so beautifully. Yes. And she's like, you're not helping, Denise. <laughs> but then Sanem looks over to him. John catches her eye. Uh-huh. They kind of stare for a we while. have some hardcore gazing. Hardcore gazing. Oof. And I wrote, these two. And then I put, ugh, y- idiot and Huma part two. Ugh. I said, she's appropriately dressed as Cruella again. Yeah. And she tells him, it's been a year. You've yet to make your move. You're wasting all this time because it's all yeah. going to get undone. You know how that goes. John's going to be – John and Sanem are basically going to be back together. And he's like, listen, like, I'm happy just being near Sanem, you know, what we've built over the last year. Yeah. But she's basically like, well, you're an idiot then. You're stupid because all of that's going to be for nothing. Well, and he apparently is delusional too because he's like she'll she'll know in the end that this was all for her. Yeah, she'll know everything that I did for her was for her own good. I But then we flash back to the hospital scene. Yes. And yes. we see that uh he actually struggled initially mm-hmm. because when she came to him before everyone else came into the room, she's like, "Listen, listen to me before you get mad, but just so you know, I told everyone that you were paralyzed." Yep. And that John paralyzed you. And he's like, Huma, why would you do that? And yeah, she's like, Listen, how could you? Because right now, John is basically so distraught over it, he's ready to leave. And Sanem is so upset that she won't leave you. She'll be too guilty. Like, so I've basically paved the way for you to get what you want. And he's like, that's terrible. Why would you do that? And she's like, okay, fine. When they come in here, tell them I'm a liar. Tell yeah. Sanem that you're fine and see what happens. So it's like he had the opportunity to be the good guy here. And she tells him, it's your call. Yep. So he is the one who, in the end, made that choice. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. She's horrible. She's awful. But that plan would not have gone off without a hitch, without his cooperation. And he had every opportunity to not cooperate, call her out, show what a horrible person she is. And he didn't. Yep. So he's just as responsible. Yep. Oh, Terrible. Then we're back to the deviant men all together. Yes. And Emery invites Aziz over to the Idens for dinner. Mm-hmm. He's like, they want to host you. And he's like, oh, yeah, we'll be there. And John's like, yeah, I don't think I'm invited, Dad. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think I would go even if I was. Yeah. And then Huma calls Emery and is like, I want to have dinner with you and John. I miss my sons. And he's like, well, we've got plans, Mom. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he's trying to yeah balance that out and aziz basically tells john just deal with her or it's gonna get ugly so john yeah. walks over takes the phone from emory and he's like hi mom mm-hmm. yes you know what i'll come see you but you're yeah. not coming here dad doesn't want to see you yeah but i'll come see you yeah so there we go so uh we're back at the bazaar mm-hmm. and i think the only purpose of this is for us to find out that muzo was skint and that all his money is gone. His and mom that- and Isan ran off with everything. Yes. Yeah. So he blew I think all that's his. Yes. Really, just an informational scene. Yes. So we get that info. Uh, so back at the farm, Sunem tells Aziz that there's a house for rent. She found one. Yeah. Um, it's her landlord that's renting it out. Yep. And this is where we find out that now she's making creams. Yes. Because her landlord is coming for her creams. Mm-hmm. And um, she, Aziz is like, oh, can I see one? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll give you one if you want. So she hands it to him. and <laughs> Disney um, music again. 
Yeah, and of course he's like, oh my gosh, this smells so amazing. He's like, John, will you smell this? This is unbelievable. And of course, John takes a whiff and we have beautiful oh, flashbacks. Yes, he's flashbacks to their very first kiss yes. when they didn't even know who the other one was. Yes. To volume 14 when she first seeks him out and admits that she does love him mm-hmm. and they spend the evening together. And I put, mm-hmm. I'm going to die because there's more staring. Yes. Ugh. So we get those flashbacks. Yes. Uh, and then enter Miribon. The landlord. Yes. And she stops when she sees John. Now, here's what I'm not sure of. Right. Because she looks like she's seen a ghost. Uh-huh. Now, is she doing that because he looks like Aziz? Mm. Or is she doing that because she knows who John is and she's being protective of Sanem? Like, what are you doing here? That's a good question. I could not tell. Because you because when, when she first starts walking up and you hear her voice, Aziz freezes. So you're yes. like, oh, he knows who this woman is. You get that impression. Right. Then she's but she sees John first. But the way she looks, you can't tell. Is she angry or is she like, whoa, in shock? Right. So I'm yeah, like, and that's never really cleared it's up. It's never really cleared up. No. So but what did she, you take it as? Did you think it was I wasn't sure either. Okay. Yeah. I I, I was just curious. It doesn't really matter, but it was just like my hmm. assumption was that she knows who John is. Okay. Because of how close her and Sanem Sanem are. have become. Um, okay. But again, it's an assumption. Yeah. It could have been, yes, maybe right. he's the spitting image of Aziz Bey when he was young. Right. Because um, Sanem then runs up to her and is like, don't say anything. I'll explain to you later. Just come on in. So so that makes – that to me makes it more an implication that she knows who John is. Okay. Of – uh, yeah and w- everything that went down yeah okay yeah especially if Sanem is like calm down don't say anything yes. i'll tell you what's going on okay um so we see that mirabon and aziz obviously know each, know other. each other yeah and then we immediately flashes to them walking yeah together. they're going on a walk to catch up yeah so that's happening we it's, it becomes clear they were you know former lovers mm-hmm. we're not we never really find out why they broke up no just that it just seems like, hey, we were young and dumb and made some, and there were some dumb decisions made. Yeah. Um, and he's like, where were you? Mm-hmm. She's like, I've always I've been, been here. here. Yeah. They kind of just find out about each other. Yep. And that's really that. Yep. And that they have all the time in the world now to catch up. Yeah. So then we're in the kitchen with the ladies, with Denise, Sanem, and Mirabon. And I put girl talk because they're like, uh, who is this? Obviously, we don't know her up until now. Right. But Sanem's like, I have not seen you this smiley, this mm-hmm. happy. Like, you're like a whole different person. Yeah. And she gives them advice and she says, look, girls, always lean towards love. Yep. Always lean towards love. That's yep. all I can say. And that, you know, they kind of have a discussion how life isn't always black and white. Right. Because, again, Sanem's like, well, why did he marry Huma if you guys were lovers? Exactly. And she doesn't answer, really. Yeah. She just basically says, listen, we were young and life isn't always black and white. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. But it's not. There's a lot of gray. Yep. And it kind of gets the the hamster wheel rolling in Sun M's head. Right. And then she's like, and then, you know, all the years pass and you realize that without love, what does any of it mean? Right. It means nothing. Right. So. So Denise then suggests some weird reverse psychology thinking. Like, I don't I know. know what that was supposed to be. I don't know either. But it seemed dumb. Yeah. Anyhow. So now we've got the boys in the boat. Yep. And, and they're like, uh, hello. Who is- <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I put as the quote of the of the dv boys spill who is she uh-huh. <laughs> well no because emory's like is that the woman you cheated on mom with right and again i think another bone from aisha mm-hmm. because the whole your dad cheated on me thing was an osley storyline mm-hmm. 
And so um, we get to hear Aziz's so we, side now. Yes, and Aziz says, well, your mom thinks that, but I have never cheated on mm-hmm. her. Yes, Mirabon was my first love, and I never stopped loving her. She was actually my only love. Right. So he admits that, like, he didn't ever really love Huma yeah. at all. If at the very least, if he did, it wasn't the way he loved Mirabon. Right. But that there was never cheating involved. Mm-hmm. So I love that Aisha establishes that because Baba's a good guy otherwise. So it's like, that would suck if, like, he had actually been a cheater. Right. Um, right. So I love that Aisha's like, yeah, I'm going to set that straight right now. He was not a cheater. Yes. Um, so then, um, he says, so now it's his turn for advice. It's his turn for advice. Yeah. And he says, if you fall in love with someone, you shouldn't let them go Mm -hmm. because this only happens once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime, if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. He says, and if you lose them, days will pass and you'll realize that you're old. Your life is gone. Your life has passed. And without her, always broken, always incomplete. Yep. So we've got the the elders in the show passing on some Nuggets deep of knowledge, yep, to the youngins here, and yep. hopefully they're listening. Amen. So um, then we have dinner at the Idens. Yep. And Mirabon and Aziz come. Mevkabe's a little shocked. And at first I thought, does she not like her? Because the yeah. way she looks at her is not just like, oh, I'm surprised to see you. Right. It's like uh ew what are you doing here right and she covers it up by saying like oh i'm just used to seeing you in all your farm clothes you look so chic you look lovely right so i'm like does she not like her is she like maybe it's just a matter of like well my daughter has a place to live because of you and she's not home with me i don't know maybe maybe a jealousy of their relationship yeah Um, i wasn't sure but it just seemed weird because i mean she recovers pretty quickly right but you're like what was that yeah there seemed to be a little moment passing between yes. the two of them. Yeah. Other than just surprise. Yeah. Like, oh, you two know each other? Yeah. So obviously that's cleared up. Like, yes, they were former. Because she's like, oh, your father-in-law moves quickly. And he was just ill. And she's like, well, actually, yeah. they she's were like, former lovers. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're now back together. Yeah. So, and I put, please note Aziz's reaction to the Mahale versus Huma's reaction yep. to the Mahale. He's, He's like, like, it's a beautiful neighborhood. <laughs> it's lovely. Yep. Yeah. And then we have – Because he's not a horrible snob. Nope. Yeah, because he loves he loves the Iden girls too. I mean, goodness sakes. He not only yeah. is like, Emre, you tricked the smartest, most beautiful woman there to marry you. Right? He's like, John, I expect the same from you. Exactly. Uh-huh. Knowing that it's about her sister. Yep. And then I said, we, we get a little snippet of spying Sanem at the dock. Mm-hmm. I said, she's wearing all white with maybe albatrosses on that yep. dress. And a mystery necklace appearance again where she kind of clutches at her chest. Yep. And, and she's we watching know him. how Aisha uses symbolism yes. with clothing. Yep. So the fact that she has a white dress on, I was like, white dress! <gasps> yes, white dress. So then Huma shows up during dinner. Luckily, Mefkabe notices her on the street, though, and she's kind of able to send Layem to, like, steer her away. Right. Because she's like, listen, I have no love for that woman, but even I don't want her to see how these two are, like, looking like young little lovebirds. So, right. like... Take her to dinner or something. Yeah. So crisis so they avoided whisk her for now. away. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, this I didn't totally notice the first time either. Mm-hmm. So we get another situation of John on his boat mm-hmm. looking through stuff. Yep. And then realizing that he wants to go back to Sisanem yep. for something. Yes. Some unknown thing. He's gathering supplies, clearly getting ready for his voyage. Mm-hmm. And then something occurs to him. And he hauls his butt off that boat yep. and is going back to her house. But the timing is terrible. Again, because Sanem's all – okay, again, I wrote, 
I said, Sonam's cozy at home. It's clearly late at night. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, look, who creepily shows up again, yep. pressuring her about book number two because they've already given prepayment for it from New York. Yeah. And I put, but then John also shows up and somehow it's not creepy because oh, even I though know. he shows up unexpected. And I put, he sees Yeet is there though again and he has sad eyes because this time they're inside. So he yeah. just kind of sits outside. Yeah. Um, and he hears part of the conversation. He hears part of the conversation where he invites Sanam to take a trip to New York. Yeah. And even then, though she's been clear about not leaving the country. Yeah. And Sanam is like, listen, I really appreciate it. That's that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You know, inviting me to New York, doing all this stuff. She's being way too gracious. She's being very gracious. Because no means no. And John leaves before her, but mm-hmm. no thank you. Yes. And... So obviously he's like, well, she's pursuing her dream. Mm-hmm. She's going to go to New York with that piece of trash. Mm-hmm. So I should just leave. So he leaves before. So we have no idea what it was he was going to say. Right. Because I put too bad. He misses on him saying no thanks. Yeah. But Yeet keeps pushing and I want to push him right off a cliff. Yeah. Because then he's like, like well, why let's are, start small. Why are you really staying? Yeah. And it's like, it's none of none your beeswax. None of your And if you really are her friend, like you swear you enjoy being, then you would want her mental health to come first. Yeah. And if she's telling you it's good for her to be here. Not what you want her to Uh do. Because then he's like, well, what if we start small? We'll just go to Greece because they're right next door. Then we'll go to Hungary. Pushing, pushing, pushing. I want to push you right over a cliff. And I put, Sanem. Oh, because she said, because he says, I'm offering you a chance to be a world famous writer. And she tells him, I don't want to be a world famous writer. I just want to be a good writer. Yes. And then I put Sanem, I think it's time we teach you about the world of self-publishing. Seriously. (laughs) You can get rid of this loser. Yeah. Get rid of that baggage. Yep. Ugh. So then we have poor, sad, angry, and hurt John Heading back, back to his boat. And Baba is there. Baba's waiting for him. And so. And he sees right away that something's wrong with his son. Yeah. He's oh. like, what's wrong? And John says, I need to go. Yeah. He says, I know that I disappointed you and I need to leave. And Aziz basically is like, you were never, you a were never a disappointment, but I've always supported you and I'll keep doing so. So whatever you, basically whatever you need to do, you can do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm here for you and I still love you. So. Which is John's cue to, okay, well, he's leaving then. Yeah. If he got the go-ahead from Baba, yep. then he's going to go. So he hugs Baba. They share a sweet hug. And he's getting ready to go. Yep. So Yidia is gone, thank God. Ugh. And Sanem is alone, you know, making creams mm-hmm. as her therapy, basically. Yep. <laughs> um. And John shows up again. <sighs> he does. To say goodbye. To say goodbye something. So he comes into the little area mm-hmm. and he's like, it's really beautiful in here. And she won't turn around. Nope. She won't make eye contact. Mm-hmm. And he's, he just kind of comes up to the table and he says, can I keep that one? And he reaches over and they have a little bit uh. of vague contact. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> she nods yes. Uh-huh. So not looking at him. So he reaches across her to grab one of the, the <sighs> pink one, which is. A little reminiscent of the perfume she made for him back yes. in 22 which, or 3. Which I'm sure is why he chose that one. Right. So he's like, aren't you going to say anything? And she says, there are no words left inside me. And so then he, he says, says, oh, Shakal. <gasps> okay, but listen. <gasps> so, okay, said, here we go. I said, 
Sad John walks up the stairs. Yes. Sanem reflects on their recent interactions. Yes. Realizes she does not actually want him to leave. Yes. Because everything up to this point, I think she was, it was like her subconscious doing things to keep him there. Right. Letting Baba stay. She wasn't actually acknowledging that she wants John to stay. Yes. But now. But now she realizes it and she runs. She says he'll, he'll leave. He'll actually he leave. leave. And it's like, go, go, go. go. Yes. So she <laughs> bolts. She's running. She's got tears in her eyes. He's already pulling away from the dock as she makes it there. She yeah. runs to the pier. She's standing there with tears in her eyes, mm. watching him leave again. Yes. Then we're on the boat as he's sailing away. He pulls the scarf from his pocket. Yes, so we he know has the bandana. He's had that bandana all the time. Because when then, was the last time we saw that? Oh, Excuse me, saw ages that ago. Ages ago. Ages ago. I'm so happy the bandana's back. Yes. And then she pulls out the moonstone she ring. She pulls out the moonstone ring on the necklace. Because they love each other and so she, much. <laughs> he sniffs the scarf. She Ooh. kisses the ring. And I put, the angst is real, y'all. Oh, She's crying. He Now, he finally pulls the book out. Finally yanks it out. Give me all the angst, Aisha. He opens up to a random. Aisha, the angst queen. He opens up to a random page. <laughs> and the part that he reads says, there are no words left inside of me. Because he we actually didn't need words. I was his and he was mine. The whole world was only him. In the sound of the waves, in the shadow of darkness, in the shine of the stars, in the breath of every flower, it was him that I saw. Only him. Saturday, oh! He was, he was in my body, in my soul. He's the blood in my veins. He was the very, he's every heartbeat of mine, and my last heartbeat would be his as well. There was nothing I could say because every word was him for me, his name only him okay ah! that's when he realizes when she said to him there are no words left there are no words left inside me he realizes why she said that yes she was again i think trying to see if he's read the book because uh-huh. he would have recognized that right away yep so what she wasn't just saying there aren't any words left inside of me i don't want to talk to you yeah she's saying there are no words left inside of me because every word is you uh-huh. you are everything yep the light bulb clicks on he and runs he down runs to his down boat. And sabotages that boat. Yes. He yanks something out. He throws it in the water. Yes. And he looks back to the dock. Oops. Stranded. And he's stranded. <laughs> and then the episode ends. You guys. Oh, shoot. I can't sail away. <sighs> so. John Bay can't sail away. So good. <gasps> so beautiful. So what perfect. an episode! <laughs> <laughs> Aisha has reestablished her rightful place on the throne. Oh, so good. Uh, oh, man. This entire episode, as sad and painful as it was, every single part was so beautiful. It's chock full of goodness, guys. It oh. me- Everything meant something. It... Ugh. Like, so the magic good. is back. The magic is back 100%. And we're here for it. I'm so yes. excited for, like, the next seven episodes. Yes. We're going to have a good couple months ahead of us of <laughs> podcasting. It's just... So good. Everything. I want to watch it again already. It's I so know. Good. I do. I do, too, because we'll be able to watch it without having to, like, write Yeah, down. to just enjoy it. Maybe... Well, because Ashley's here, Ashley's here doing a bunch of laundry, so maybe we'll just have it playing. Yeah, maybe because, we'll just put it on. Yes. And bask in and the glory. And just bask in it because, <laughs> uh, 
So anyhow, um, I kind of want to listen to our episode two of our first I reaction know, because I I'm we really probably curious should. how our thoughts, not knowing what was coming. Well, and not having subs. Subs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how that di- how our thoughts and things differed so mm-hmm. um, as a reminder our question of the week since we asked it at the very beginning yeah. came from one of our lovely listeners on twitter yep so if you get to ask aisha one only one question only one sada j beer question mm-hmm. about ek what would it be we want to hear from you please yep. so email us tweet us uh instagram comment or message us uh like our facebook page can find us everywhere on social media on at dizzy for dizzy yep email address is dizzy for dizzy podcast at gmail.com also there was another song that played in this episode we didn't mention it but i will put it in the notes okay. um, there were two songs that were not just part of like the soundtrack a love a love is obviously the one we all know right <laughs> and there was one more it's called ease and i don't remember the name of the artist but i'll put mm. it in the notes um, other than that, you guys, we will be back next week to yep. relive the magic that Aisha has infused back into the show That's with right. volume 41. So we want to hear from you. We want to hang out with you. Yep. So until then. Yes. Good to shoot. Close to call.